Hey, hi, and hello. My name is Mike Garys, and welcome back to Super Beats, the music of heroes and villains. This is the day at, yeah, this is the, yeah, July 21st. So this is after I did my DC stuff. This is the Marvel comic book stuff and whatnot. And uh, luckily, there's only like six or eight issues that I read for Marvel today. So I'm excited about that, but I do know for my indie stuff, that's going to be split between two days because that's like 18 issues. So let's go ahead and get into the Marvel stuff. Defenders, uh, well, Defenders Beyond, issue number one, just got released this week, and it is a nice return to form by Al Ewing and... Javier, Rodri Javier Rodriguez. Um, to go ahead and just catch up to speed or not, they had a previous Defenders title that was actually very phenomenal, but it it focused on a cosmic kind of scale and whatnot. Well, cosmic or a reality. It, it's hard to explain. But in the previous run that they did together, it was essentially a group of individuals, Stephen Strange, Red She-Hulk, which is also Red Harpy because of what was going on during Al Ewing's Immortal Hulk, Immortal Hulk run, um, Silver Surfer, I think I said Doctor Strange, Cosmo. Well, Cloud, I don't know why I called it Cosmo, but Cloud. There was somebody wearing a mask, and I forgot what their name was. Oh, and the mother of Galactus. Yeah, Galactus has a mom. Um, but during that initial run, when I, it was essentially them going back to what came before the era that, what came before, um, Oh, I think, I want to say that, I think I want to say they're calling it Cosmosis. Like right now, Marvel's in their seventh or eighth Cosmos. I'd have to re-look re it up again. But essentially when they were going back in back in previous incarnations of the universe to see exactly what was causing a change in the um, current universe. Well, the current incarnation of the universe. But it was good. It, it was a good series. But Defenders Beyond, there's a new team and this is like a setup issue. So you're getting introduced to exactly who the team is. Um, Blue Marvel... I just read this too. Blue Marvel, Tigra, America Chavez, Loki, and the mother of Galactus. It, uh, that was actually a nice touch. I was very happy to see her come back. But um, this is a setup issue. There's not really a whole lot to go off of. 
but in this the in this issue it essentially is just like hey this is going to be the team and for the course of the five issues i believe they're just going to be fighting the enemy of eternity so i like it it's short very quick simple read and whatnot i say this is a four out of five for me only because of the fact that i i like al ewing and i do like javier he gets his work they work perfectly well together and whatnot i can't imagine al ewing having somebody else accompany him back into this foray so i'm excited to see what happens the next thing is maestro world war m number five and that was a decent issue um this is the last issue of a maestro trilogy that started back in 2020 yeah back in 2020 and um if you heard the maestro episode i did then you know that maestro is a evil version of the hulk and really that's it like he's the evil version of hulk and whatnot that comes from the future well, comes from one of the many futures slash alternate realities that exists in Marvel. And the Maestro trilogy was, well, the 2020 Maestro, the 2020 to 2022 Maestro trilogy was essentially how he came to power. It's number five. It was a decent tie up to how everything, to how we get the understanding of Oh, how does Rick Jones get Dr. Doom's time window? Or why is there nobody fighting the Hulk in the future? Like, what happened to all these individual powers that could have fought him? Um, I'm satisfied with this. Like, overall, with the, with the trilogy and with this being the last issue of the trilogy, I'm somewhat satisfied with it. I do admit there could be some more action, but I'm more of an action kind of guy. Overall, I'm happy to know the background of it and whatnot, because I did have questions about like, okay, how did Maestro come into power? It was never explained in the original run. It's never explained in any of his subsequent in, in any of his subsequent appearances it's always just been like oh um all the heroes all the villains are dead and the hulk is well the maestro is just ruling um this dystopia that's always been that this issue due to the answers and how it cleans up everything i give it three out of five and before i forget uh, this was something that was created by Peter David and the recently deceased George Perez. So it's a bit of a shame that Perez wasn't able to see this end, but I'm happy that he at least was able to work on it with Peter David. Moon Knight, Black, White, and yeah, Black, White, and Blood. Issue number three was okay. This is anthropology. Well, I don't know why I keep saying anthropology. I keep getting them mixed up with anthology. This is an anthology series, and this issue doesn't do anything spectacular. We get a triple play of series. We get a triple play of stories. 
Robbers get in the wrong cab. A glimpse of a little girl who might become a Fisokanshu, which is Mark Spector's um, patron deity. Or Mark Spector is Moon Knight. If you heard the Moon Knight episode I did, then you would pretty much know that. Or if you watched the TV show, you would know that Khonshu is the patron deity of Mark Spector. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. And at least in my opinion, the best story in this issue, a fight in zero gravity with a billionaire who just wants to mine the resources of the moon. Overall, this is a quick read if you have the time to spare. This is just something that you can go ahead and pick up, read a story, well, read one of the three stories and be like, okay, cool, I can go ahead and take the, I can go ahead and just read this another day. It's pretty much self-contained. It's enjoyable, but it didn't really have a whole lot of pop to it. So 2.5 out of 5. Um, next up is Savage Spider-Man issue number f- Savage Spider-Man issue number five. I enjoyed that. This five issue, this five issue series. I don't think it was a mini series because it ties into Nonstop Spider-Man, which I haven't read. I didn't know that Nonstop and Savage was in the same bubble of continuity. Until I got to like the second issue. I'm like, oh, wow. Uh, I'll pick it up later. But um, this is an interesting ride. Like, Savage Spider-Man is an interesting ride because you see a group of individuals who evolve themselves to have more animal-like, animal-like traits. And due to that, Spider-Man gets exposed to the concoction that they use. And he transforms to a more monstrous version of a spider-human hybrid. Now, if you were aware of how he looks during his man spider during his man spider phase, it's somewhat similar to that, but it's a lot more spider-like. He has a lower half of a spider. He has spider instincts, like a spider face, while having a human torso. But he's a lot more animalistic in that form. But eventually and whatnot, he becomes a... Well, he gets exposed to a more perfected version of the gas. Well, concoction, gas. He gets... He comes in contact with a more perfected version of what he was infected with. And he goes from being this monstrous hybrid of a thing into just a cold calculating ill a cold calculating logical machine of a human and the only reason why he the only reason why he actually decides not to stay like this is due to running an experiment to see what's more important free will or following logic um I'm waiting for the trade of this to be released so I can pick it up. It was a very fun ride. I heavily enjoyed it again. And I wouldn't mind recommending it to somebody. Like this is this is its own little fun thing of continuity. Um 3.5 out of 5. She Hulk number five was interesting to say the least. This 2022 run of She-Hulk has been interesting mainly because they're focusing heavily on relationships. 
Issue five op- issue five opens up with Jennifer Walters and Jack of Hearts um being attacked by well, seemingly being attacked by somebody who keeps saying um Jack of Hearts, Jack of Hearts, Jack of Hearts. But only gets calmed down. He only gets calmed down due to this uh, due to the arrival of this silver haired woman who tells Jennifer, aka She Hope, um, not every superhuman is as super as you think. And that resonates with Jennifer as she try as she's been trying to understand what's gonna be her clientele now that she's back to being a lawyer. And uh, when she's out with when she's out to dinner with Jack, she's wondering if she did the right thing with the couple, which is just let them leave and whatnot. And she also knows that eventually she's gonna have to tell Jack what's been going on since he since he's died. Like it's been decades since he was in publishing, and he doesn't know what happened with the Avengers. He doesn't know what happened to um. Who is it? Scott Lang, aka Ant Man, and he doesn't even know that he's act. He doesn't even know that he actually is famous due to what. Well, what Jack doesn't know that he actually is famous due to his sacrifice, and she's been hesitant to reveal that to him because he he has amnesia. He doesn't remember. He doesn't remember how he got revived or anything. So that relationship is also interesting because when Jack came back to life, he automatically thought of Jennifer Walters. I got to go see Jennifer Walters. I got to go apologize to her. Um, That's that. But later and whatnot, well, this is like the last two pages. Jennifer finds out that the superhuman that had attacked her and Jack of Hearts, the woman that stopped him was his wife. And it's interesting because, well, that's an interesting relationship because I think going forward, Jennifer's going to be like, okay, I'm going to help the superhuman community out by not helping the superheroes, but by helping people that actually have superpowers that aren't adjusted to having superpowers but it's interesting because the um the guy that was attacking them she said that oh how he acted be how he acted reminded her of hulk and it's more significant when you see that he's playing with um children and whatnot So you get the parallel that, oh, okay, he has a childlike mentality like the Hulk usually has. So it's a very interesting, it's very interesting seeing that this silver-haired woman who is married to this um, giant man who can fight Hulk, who can fight She-Hulk to a standstill, is caring for him. And it's also interesting to see that She-Hulk has never realized, oh, there are other superhumans that aren't like me, my cousin Bruce, um, Captain America, technically speaking, Spider-Man, any of the superhumans that she has ever come in contact with. 
So I'm interested to see what happens in the next issue and how this continues going forward in this run. This is um, a 3.5 out of 5. And finally, we have Venom Lethal, Lethal Protector, number 4. And it was decent. I don't really have a whole lot to say about this. It was just stupid fun. And I'm okay with that. Um, Lethal Protect, Venom Lethal Protector and whatnot is a continuation of sorts to the old Venom Lethal Protector series that was around in the 90s, I believe. I'm not 100% sure about that. But um, it's just telling you some more story. It's just telling you about an event that happened during that time that was unknown to people. Um, this is a three point. Well, no, this is just three out of five. It was decent. It was fun. It was stupid. I enjoyed it. Um, this is a lot shorter compared to the DC stuff. And I already know for a fact that this is probably going to be the shortest episode. Well, this is going to be the shortest review episode. Huh, crazy. But um, I have a Twitter account that you can follow. SBS Music underscore HNV. I have an Instagram account you can follow. SBS Music. SBS Music underscore HNV. I have a League of Comic Geeks account that you can follow called Ramsey. You can go ahead and see what I've read, what I'm collecting, and just what has my general interest coming up in the next couple of months. And as always, if you don't want to go ahead and go look at my Twitter account or my Instagram account or even the League of Com or even or even the League of Comic Geeks. There will be a question at the bottom. Well, there'll be a question in the description box, I guess, of the episode. So if you want to go ahead and communicate with me, like, uh, if you want to go ahead and communicate with me there, feel free to answer the question. And I hope, well, I hope you all have a nice day. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.